Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada. Rely on Head Check to boost communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. This is episode 165, I believe. And uh, my guest today is Paul Moores, who I recently just recently just met just met at the pool. So we're gonna find out all about Paul Moores. And first of all, I knew how to paint. That's why I asked on the podcast. So that's the uh, the main thing. But uh, well, first we'll all find out the Paul Moores together. So uh, well, again, welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. And uh, like, subscribe, whatever, rate, review, YouTube. iTunes, Apple, well, Apple, sorry, iTunes, mm-hmm. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's just jump right in because I really don't, I have done one in a while, so I'm going to be a bit, uh, bit happy with my with my promotion stuff. I don't know what's going on, what I should say and stuff. So, but, but, but first, please talk to start talking to, to Paul Moore. More important than any of this stuff, though. Paul, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, I guess first of all, I'll start with just uh, your kind of like just who are like, briefly, 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 who are you, and uh, and how you get injury, and what what year it was, and how old you were at the time. So yes. Well, I, I guess uh, in the, the most recent uh, history, uh, 2016 is when I uh, got my uh, concussion, oh. uh, doing Ironman Mont-Tremblant, uh, completed the swim, was uh, halfway through on the bike, and I had a bicycle accident with another cyclist, and oh. uh, funny enough, like, I'm a pretty big boy, but, yeah. and there's not a, a lot of big triathletes like myself but mm-hmm. the guy that hit me was the same size as me <laughs> um so i was uh, basically i was in a coma for three or four days wow. um i was in montreal hospital for about a week came home was here for another week and then uh, i was on basically outpatient care from the local hospital after wow. that for about a year, and then uh, 
I'm retired now. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, so that's uh, that's wow. That's uh, that's impressive. So because we, as I mentioned before, we just met in the pool. Well, first met that kind of but that shut down for probably two years. I'm thinking, or yeah. they say here, you know. Yeah. And uh, but uh, so but a different pool now. And uh, I met I met Paul. I met I met Paul. I said I met Paul at the uh, Akrina, but. Secondly, I mean, at the Bob Reynolds doing, he was, he's actually, we we're both swimming, but he's actually staying a bit longer because he was going to coach. So she was going to talk about just before Rangers because you coached before Rangers. So what did you coach? Because it wasn't just swimming, was it? Well, my, my coaching background, I guess, yeah. was from the time I was like 19 years old or 20 years old. Uh, you know, I coach basketball. Uh, basketball was my primary sport, and uh, I went back to my high school and uh, coached there for about six or seven years, and uh, then graduated into coaching at the local university here. Uh, coached uh, the men for a couple of years, or as an assistant coach, and the same thing then with the girls for a year. And my son was just coming of age, so. Then I, uh, I think it was grade four for him. So I started coaching him in all the leagues as he grew up through to high school. And uh, I, I coached the Canada Games team with our assistant coach again with the Canada Games girls team. And uh, then I went back and I coached uh, after my injury. Um, I went back to coaching uh, junior high basketball. And I coached there for four years and then last year I went to high school this year I said oh my I'm done with that now and then yeah. somebody told me that a local school needed a coach I said okay I'll do it <laughs> so that's, I'm kind of glad that's, 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 that's impressive right so when did when did you start doing triathlon oh so a triathlon swimming him first yeah so I was never a, a, a great swimmer but i could swim yeah and um i had torn my acl when i was in university and the doctor that did the surgery uh, he said well he said you'll be back in a few years you know like 30 or 40 years he yeah. said we're gonna have arthritis in your knee we're gonna replace your knee da, 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 da. Uh, i went to him probably 15 years ago uh, my knee was really bothering me, and he said, you need a new knee. Uh, he said, but he knew how active I was, and he said, let's see what we can do to delay that. And he's, why don't you take up some swimming or cycling? And I said, okay. Nice. And uh, I started uh, swimming a lot and biking a lot, and then all of a sudden I lost a bit of weight, and my knee was feeling stronger, so I dabbled at running, and then next thing you know, I was – Able to run a marathon. Nice. Uh, even with a bad knee. <laughs> so that's how I really got into triathlon. Oh, you can have all ones. Graduate yeah. all ones, as they say. Um, yeah. So what's, your, what's your favorite discipline of the, of the three? Uh, do you have one or do you just well, I, find that all of them? It's like, what's your favorite child? I am. <laughs> I'm. Swimming is my strongest of the three. Okay. I like cycling, I think, the most. Uh, 
Yeah. And I detested running. I but still now know. that I can't run, it's the one I miss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so. Yeah, it's easier, easier getting out just, just running forever. It's like it's such a simple activity to do because you can just run any time from anywhere. Just yeah. Because I need a pair of running, ten, running shoes, tennis shoes, whatever the whatever is said, except for I call them sneakers, but that's like a kid's way of saying it, apparently. But uh, running shoes or tennis shoes, I understand tennis shoes. Anyway, that's popular, I think, in the States, they say tennis shoes, which I don't well, care. Back in the day, that's what we used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so, in high school, and when I was in high school, I ran a five-kilometer road race wearing a pair of uh, Converse cons. So they oh, had yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Converse. Not they were cheap shoe, weren't they? Or they were. They just, were. Yeah, yeah. Just canvas with a bit of rubber on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah. So, so you, 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 you are back coaching. You said because you were see as you told us. Your background is kind of kind of have a, you have a, not kind of you do have that kind of coaching, but um, you're a rehab one of your therapists. I do that. You should get get back to coaching because yeah, know. well, you know, part of I guess uh, the rehab after I knew I wasn't going back to work, uh, the uh, psychologist that I was seeing as part of the outpatient clinic after my injury. Uh, she said, you know, when I talked to you, she said, when you talk about your coaching, she said, there's a little glint in your eyes. She said that I don't normally see. She said, why don't you try to go back coaching? And, uh, it just so happened that, uh, one of the teachers, uh, that was responsible for uh, the basketball program at a school my son used to go to. I happened to meet him one day at lunch and I told him, is there anything about going back to coaching? He said, well, that's funny. We're looking for a coach. <laughs> so uh, that's how I went back into it, you know. And uh, it was the same time, I guess, that uh, one of my big mentors in the triathlon, Christian Martin, um, she was retiring and she was moving back to Germany, but she had a core group of women that she was coaching Tuesdays and Thursdays and uh, it was in the middle of the day and of course when she moves away it's hard to find a coach in the daytime yeah, yeah. Coach, and she said Paul you might be really good for this and uh, I've been doing that ever since so, no, so I, think that, I think that's like that's a great story because they can just train them very even if you're not bringing brain injury or what but it's just do something that you you love, and that's only this is obviously perfect. But just something you love, but uh, just be able to be able to just teach others to, what you what you've learned or what you hope to learn as you go along. Because you're you're newly, newly into triathlon relatively, so uh, you decide, and you and you don't go to the song because you don't have its own sort of desire to only coach elite athletes because these are coaching great athletes, but not like. Not going to the not, not going to the Olympics. Once the ones you coach something or not, not they don't have dreams of going to the Olympics, but uh they do have dreams of being well and, and training well and just being fit and being having fun. So if you want to just talk about who you're who you're coaching and not who specifically, but like what type of athlete you would like coaching most. 
Well, of the, I think currently is 15 or 16 women uh, that I coach. And as a matter of fact, I have two people outside of them who came to me and for some one-on-one coaching, but the, the core group of women I coach, uh, there are some beginner swimmers and yeah. there's some advanced swimmers all within that same group. So we have one woman who uh, was a, uh, a swimmer all her life. When children came along, it became uh, not part of her life. And yeah. now that she's close to retirement, she's uh, I swimming again. Yeah. And uh, what the... Uh, what she's wants when she goes to this swim event or a swim coaching session are different than a couple of the ladies I have who two or three years ago had uh, a struggle to swim 25 meters, one length of the pool, you know, so uh, our workouts kind of lend to both, you know, so, um, I might have some uh, basic skills that we work on, uh, which may be the dominant portion of uh, the workout for the beginner swimmers, but almost like a warm-up for the event swimmers, you know? Right. Okay. Um, so I try to, try to challenge them in all dynamics of their swimming, whether endurance or their skills. We, it never hurts for a, uh, even a good swimmer to reevaluate their uh, no. skill level. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Well, that's great. So, it's, uh, actually, I'd be remiss to not ask you, you know, I've waited this long to ask you, but your challenges, what challenges did you find specifically after your ranger? And you see what this is leading afterwards. So, so after your ranger, what challenges did you find your, the just jump back, but still? Well, in general, I guess, you know, the, the, big thing was uh, fatigue or the the lack of my giddy up and go as, right uh, yeah i'm i was the type of guy that uh, put 100% everything into everything type, but I never, you're like type uh, a oh they're very definitely type a plus yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and but i didn't have a lot of concentration i don't know if that's a side effect of being a type a but I would delve into something and then something else would attract me. Okay, now I'm going to go do yeah. that, you know? And yeah. uh, <laughs> I found that disappeared after uh, the brain injury, um, you know, uh, plus the fact that uh, you're just – whatever you do fatigues you. And, yeah. again, going back to my outpatient and to the uh, rehab people down there um, – I remember having the conversation saying like, I can do more this week than I could last week. Yeah. I get really tired now. And, yeah. you know, but then two weeks later, I'm going, okay, I'm better again. And I'm, I can concentrate more, but I can't do it for very long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it would just, it would build, but uh, my stamina at the new level uh, yeah. was, uh, Sacrifice, yeah. We'll say. I, I, yeah, I think that's so so frustrating. I mean, like, you go, well, I'm doing better than that. Oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I yeah, push hard. No, I think I'm doing better. Like, you saw up and up and down. And, uh, but it is, honestly, it is like generally, uh, I mean, it's, it goes on down, but it's generally 
up toward like you as long as as time goes by, as long as you're doing something you love and you're locked up at, you will improve. But it's just a matter of unfortunately it's a matter of time. But uh how do you find that that aspect that did it affect your your coaching, your ability to coach, say, different skill levels and people who would find challenges with their with their swimming or basketball or whatever, but whoever you're coaching your 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 athletes and yeah, like they find challenges and you'd be able to relate to them or how do you find what you went through? Um, I I guess so and, and one of the other side effects obviously is your memory, your your lack of short term memory, but again getting better and better and better. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't think that the the kids really know because I yeah, you know. Uh, they're in grade seven. They're twelve years old. Yeah, not paying attention too much to that, right? And they don't notice uh, yeah. things like that. And I made sure that uh, when I coached, uh, that I had a good assistant coach with me, just in case. You know, I, I've got that support there with yeah. me. Uh, nothing that I really needed, but uh, it was good to have it. You know, just in yeah. case I did. Um, but there was there was no real challenges, um, especially when I when I would coach practice, uh, I would sit down the day before and I would write out, okay, this is what we're going to cover, and then I had it in my hand and say, okay, we're going to spend twenty minutes on this, and then we're going to move on to this, and uh, it was shared with my assistant coaches as well. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, but did you find that anything that you think you've overcome the challenges of your own, like your memory and your fatigue, since your accident, did you find that's helped you relate or coach people who 
are just going through everyday challenges of everyday coaching challenges, like are they trying to find their better better swim stroke or better best little shot or better like do you find it easier to more patience or whatever to coaching them? Do you find that you find any aspect that does help you? Well, uh, I don't know the answer to that question. So I guess it's uh, you develop compensatory habits. Like I said, like having uh, that sheet of paper with me, knowing what we're going to cover yeah. in practice. Um, the demand on my memory wasn't uh, other than what I had remembered to look at my sheet. Yeah. I couldn't remember what we were doing next. Um, so. But do you find that when you coach other, with coaching, people you coach, they respond to you better because you understand that there's the challenges they're going through, or you would at least appreciate, appreciate the challenges more for different. different yeah, well, I, I have to say that uh, since my injury, I'm, uh, more open to change yeah uh, okay. you know and more accepting of yeah. uh, uh people with a challenge and it doesn't matter if it's uh, a learning disability yeah, or uh, you know exactly all those things so uh i'm more patient that way and you know as i'm coaching kids they don't know and i don't think they appreciate my background you know, yeah. they just know that, hey, we're here to play basketball. We're here to have yeah. fun. Whatever happens <laughs> is right. is good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that, that still doesn't really answer your question. No, it, it kind of does it better. It's like I, my big questions are kind of randomly strewn about. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have done this podcast in a while that these questions are going to be kind of not as well evolved as because uh, I only know when I'm talking to the guys decided I think the because they're remembering you and knowing you had a brain injury. Well, I figured what a great story to both talk to you about like this about full triathlon. So it's just but more so about how life is your life is obviously changed because you're tired, but like how is your life? How do you find your life is? Different if you say I know you've retired, but I'm making it differently, different that way. But can you discern how your life has changed from before injury to now? Oh, absolutely, life has changed. Uh, again, because I was a triathlete, uh, yeah. my normal mode was to wake up at five or five thirty in the morning and do some sort of activity, whether it be a swim or a bike or a run, yeah. and uh, have my breakfast going to work, do what I had to do at work, yeah. come home, and then integrate what else had to be done that day as far yeah. as training into my family life, you know. Um, so that there was a big void, I guess, when work disappeared. Uh, and uh, because of all the uh, ancillary uh, ailments that came along with the uh, bike accident other than the brain injury, um, I couldn't really uh, uh, bike much. I definitely can't run anymore. Uh, and even for the first, I don't know, it was probably two months, I wasn't allowed to swim. Really? Uh, well, yeah. Well, because uh, one of the, one of the uh, uh, 
problems that I had is uh, I would have, um, I forget the technical name for it, but it was a seizure basically. Oh. And uh, I was on a drug to prevent those seizures. Yeah. And uh, when I told the doctor I was back swimming, he went, no, you can't swim while you're on this drug. <laughs> And he said, if you have a seizure in the pool, yeah. he said, it might be lights out. So <laughs> yeah, he said, that can't happen. He says, so yeah, I had to wait a couple of months before and get the A-OK before I could return to the pool. Did you, did you have a lot of like therapists, did you psychologist in your, but did you love the OT or physio or speech? Yes, or? I, I absolutely did. Uh, it's funny too because uh, shout out to the OT people here at the hospital. Yeah. Um, one of the girls uh, that I saw was a girl I used to coach when she was right. at university. Um, but uh, still playing? Um, and she, no, she's not playing, but her daughter is. And her daughter is a very, very good player. <laughs> um. So, um, the, uh, I had a broken clavicle and a broken oh. rib and a broken spine, yeah. a broken leg, oh, uh, you know, so all those it was a good things, crash, it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can imagine now two movable objects. I was yeah. 250 pounds and I had another guy who was 250 pounds. Uh, and you found the one guy is your size. Did you? Yep. <laughs> Well, I have no idea how fast he was going, but I know when I was going down uh, to Placey Hill in Trouble, I was doing 70 kilometers an hour. So I'm assuming he did the same thing. So yeah. I was going up when he was coming down and, yeah. you know, but that's it. <laughs> but that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Accidents happen. Yeah. Do you understand the OT? The OT? Sorry. Oh, the, so yeah, the OTs, um, they helped me. Uh, resume activity sort of thing and uh, then a good friend of mine he's a physiotherapist I happened to go see him and and that was kind of like as I was leaving the outpatient from the hospital and uh, he kind of knew what happened to me but he wasn't really aware of where I was sort of thing and the first session I went to see him he was like wow we got a lot of work to do yeah. <laughs> You know, so I probably saw him for two or three months, probably. Oh, yeah. And then I managed to go back and I started working out with him. He had uh, a regular weekly uh, group uh, session. And oh. uh, he invited me and said, why don't you come in with us? And sure enough, I, I did until my knee got so bad that I couldn't do it anymore. So yeah, that uh, that's from your old injury or knees bad from your older yeah, from this injury. That's, well, I'm still on the, the the list to get a knee replacement done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Well, not see the pool when you get that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> for a while. For I a while, I but... I was told that when the, the uh, surgery happens, that I got six weeks, I won't be allowed to uh, drive a car. So I imagine I'll be out of the pool for six yeah, weeks. Yeah, think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, I should because I'm kind of jumping around now, like I said before, it's been a while, but jump back to your uh, what am I jump? Oh, yeah, the coach, how you keep coaching now? Have you, you found you found you you kind of coach kind of straight through your injury? Like, you really take much of a break, really? Or do you I know you do break after your 
to 2016 injury. When did you stop coaching for right for more in before injury? Well, I get uh, so I when it came to basketball, I stopped coaching basketball when my son uh, graduated high school. Okay. Um. So that's he's. 32 years old now. Oh, so was, 14 years ago. 14 years ago. Yeah. And yeah, so I had a good 10 year break uh, yeah. of uh, coaching basketball. Yeah. You know? And again, the uh, swimming thing only happened because of my accident. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, so how have you how found like coaching has helped you recover, not from. Not from any other thing, any other thing, but like from a brain injury, from your 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 memory, your fatigue. How have you felt? You feel the coaching has really helped you with that? Oh, absolutely. And I guess I come from the camp of uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, the uh, the the swimming again. I can do my preliminary work at home the day before or the morning of. Oh. And come to the pool and say, "This is your workout." Yeah, you know. So uh, it helped insofar of my planning ability, because a you know when you're coaching, especially when you're coaching over a span, the same group of people over a span of say six or seven months, you have to have a grand plan, and then you had to break that down into progressions you know so okay we're going to spend three months on this uh, skill but at the same time we're going to work on another skill and as one decreases in volume the other one increases in volume sort of thing you know and you got to plan uh, if it's two swims a week over uh, you know three months you got to break down what it is you're going to do in every single practice or, or, or yeah. session over that period, you know. Right. So again, uh, compensatory uh, skills that you pick up, and this, uh, having a computer and the ability to say, "Okay, this is what we did last week, and this is what we're going to do next week." And, and, yeah, and Jake, having to think about your your athletes, just trying to think about what they need and what they're doing. So yeah, absolutely. That helped your your mind recover, mind recovery, brain recovery. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even as a coach, I'm growing as a coach. You know, yeah. what I, how I coach now is different than what I, how I coached three or four years ago. You know, so uh, I'm, I like to think I'm becoming a better coach every year. Um, but, uh, you know, I spend a good few times uh, or a few hours a week uh, researching what can I do better to, to yeah. make it easier, better for the athletes, you know. I think that's a great, that's a great way to just involve yourself in sports and just and just be feel like you're really helping start with helping somebody who wants to just either get better, compete more, or whatever. Just get stay fit and be active and just enjoy themselves playing or competing or whatever. So, yeah. uh, but you know, saying, like I will. The plan is well for me. The plan I'm sure I'll definitely try to get their pool tomorrow morning tomorrow, but uh. You sent me a picture just just before the interview, so I don't know. Will I should I even bother to go to the pool tomorrow, or should I? Because it looks like a car went through the window. 
only the, the, the main floor window of the pool. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know how long the pool is going to be shut down. I would imagine it's just a window as far yeah, as I can see, of, you know, but uh, who knows what type of damage it takes to get a piece of glass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they uh, did that to check the, uh, the pool's website, but uh, and to see if they've, uh, I'm sure they've all, there are somebody find out, they'll be able to find these. And I've started, it's a hidden pool. I think it's a pretty well known pool. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so hopefully, though, we'll see you tomorrow at the pool. And uh, if well, if you are going to go, if this, if we, if we can't go, if we're allowed in the pool, but uh, it was on, it was on a pool that from like that car ended up, I guess the whole glass area is in the pool deck, isn't it? Well, like he couldn't make it to the pool deck because it, no. it ran through the window right yeah. where the big slide is. So the yeah. slide was oh, okay. But I just think, imagine if you were a poor lifeguard and you were sitting there yeah. with a nice slide next to your know, car yeah. comes through the window. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I guess no, the well, the the chair, liquor chair is further down the pool deck, but uh, so I guess if you're sitting there, but. Yeah, I mean, because like, I wonder what happened. So, a lot of questions, but uh, hopefully, you find out a bit tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so Paul, thank you so much for doing this podcast. And uh, I hope to get this out, probably fix up tonight, and hope to get this out for tomorrow for what's October 24th, tomorrow. And yes, uh, yes. if not 24th, then Halloween. So, but uh, hopefully, it's the 24th. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much. And uh, I guess I, I hopefully see you tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, morning. Right. yeah. Hopefully that car's gone away now and windows yeah. fixed, or at least temporary yeah. fixed. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. So thank you, thanks so much, and thank you everybody for listening to this podcast. And uh, I will have another another podcast guest not lined up yet, but thought of at least so. I'll ask that person and then hopefully have another podcast out again before, I don't know, I don't know when, who knows, but soon, let's say that. But uh, yes, thank you again, Paul, and thank you for everybody for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 